0: hello everybody and welcome to middle of the row the podcast episode your friend from
1: canada that was it
0: our 2017 penguin sweaters time capsule episode um you're not hearing this but the idiots in this group are talking about penguin sweaters (laughs) Shout out, okay, shout out to Daniel Westcott. Like
2: shout out to you Daniel Westcott.
1: something that you're not going to put in. The we need pictures. <laughs> we need pictures
3: of these penguin sweaters, John.
1: Yeah, it al- didn't happen. He
2: also makes bow ties out of refurbished skateboards. If anyone cares, go to Adwa Handcrafted if you want more information. God. He get, yeah he gets Does like. Does he um... live in
1: Portland now? <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, this week we've we're not talking about Pitch Perfect three. Sorry. Um, unless someone picks that as their entry into our middle of the road 2017 time capsule, which will be hopefully a yearly tradition if we haven't murdered each other in yes, a year. So we're not going to be here. And, in a year. <laughs> yeah. The premise of this will be each of us are just going to pick one thing from the year that we want to immortalize forever, and then we can make fun of each other. Down the line for thinking that was the greatest thing from the year. Five years later. Oh, you're assuming
1: um, I'm picking the thing that was my favorite of the year. That's not necessarily what oh, i captured. no, I don't know. If, no,
0: no, whatever. That's true. It doesn't necessarily have to be a favorite. It can just be something you think that needs to be remembered forever.
2: Spoiler alert, audience. I'm choosing balls. <laughs> oh, no.
1: Is that really what you're picking? Because um, if so, I called it yesterday.
2: No, I'm not choosing balls. <laughs>
1: Yeah, because I called it yesterday. You didn't Balls, want to pick it then. Balls is his
3: honorable mention.
1: Yeah. It's his second, for obvious reasons.
2: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, Grant, if you ever listen to this, by the way, the Balls episode of Middle of the Rope, the podcast, was the best episode of all time. Of all time! That was a shout-out to Grant. He knows what I'm talking about. No, he doesn't. I feel
0: like you guys should have bonded more over music episodes. but
2: Grant yeah, writes,
0: once um, in a
1: blue moon, how are they going to... Actually, you could bond over that, too.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Hey, I
2: wrote three <laughs> <laughs> articles break. You made lists. Yeah, they still took a while to write.
1: Yeah, for the end of the year. So you'll do that in another year like Grant does. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we'll use that as a promo. Ben and John decided to get list crazy um, since the last time we put out a podcast, um, which was our last Jedi review. Go check it out if you haven't yet um so you can go check that out on the website and i think that's about it we've been pumping out those lists and hopefully we'll start getting some reviews in everyone's hopefully made new year's resolutions to write more and be more productive and we'll keep recording this podcast as well if you don't like reading um but let's get into our 2017 time capsule episode I'm going to put none of us know what we're gonna pick. we all have hunches, maybe um but I'm going to put John on the spot first John. Johnny on the spot <laughs> <laughs> what are you putting in the twenty seventeen middle of the row of the podcast the time capsule? okay,
2: so I feel weird because i I'm not sure if I never actually followed up with you guys. I texted you guys about this, but I never followed up um so I'm gonna suggest something or I'm gonna say something that i'm not sure if it'll generate a lot of discussion but uh for my pick for 2017 it was something that came towards kind of towards the end of 2017 but for me the most memorable thing was julian baker's second full-length album turn out the lights um for some of you guys she's kind of breaking through to the mainstream because she just performed on colbert uh last week um she's incredible she's awesome uh I don't want to call her music simplistic because that sounds condescending, but it's it's straightforward. And I love that her type of music, you can show that there's a lot of complexity to it, even though it sounds super straightforward and you can create music that's just as emotional and evocative and um, meaningful. That doesn't have to be necessarily like super complex or. Um, hard to wrap your head around or whatever not to say it's not complex because she definitely does a lot of things with like loop pedals and a lot of reverb and kind of stuff like that Um, if you check out my (coughs) excuse me my music list for the end of the year i talked about how a lot of her songs sound like they should be sung or performed in a cathedral they've just got that kind of like tone to it um a, a really deep reverent tone Um, and it's super important music too. I think she talks a lot about her struggles with mental illness and self doubt and how that affects her relationships. Um, yeah, it's just, it's beautiful, gorgeous music. And she's 22 years old. Yeah. I
1: looked that up this week and it bummed me out.
2: (laughs) Yeah. It's, (laughs) it's super like, she's got a crazy story about going through uh drug addiction and a lot of stuff when she was like super young. Um, but
0: I just for the record John, I'm pretty sure you've discussed this on a previous podcast
2: oh yeah for sure um, yeah the, no that, that's very true totally check her out so if
0: you had to pick one what's your gateway song into her um, speaking of drugs into <laughs> oh, her <no>. uh, <laughs> into her, uh, her music what what song if you had to pick two or three songs off her album what which ones would you? suggest you listen. So to.
2: I would I would definitely choose the first single from this album, uh, which is called "Appointments." Um, mm-hmm. That's that's a beautiful song overall. Or even I would check out the video. The video is gorgeously done and has a great concept to it.
0: The song sounds like "Friday Night Lights" at the beginning. Oh yeah, and I'm listening to it right now in the background. That was
2: <laughs> that was one of the things I really connected with her. With I'm a huge Explosions in the Sky fan, and so there was a lot of that mm-hmm. kind of similarities and tones there. Um, and then I would also check out uh a song her first single off her previous album her pre- which is it's both called sprain sprained ankle so, My favorite
1: from that album is um something
2: Oh, something yeah, something's really good too. And she's got this she's got this way of and some people might get sick of this, but she's got this way of starting out like very kind of quiet and yeah. modest and then she can just elevate and explode into like this emotional resonance and the um, like the volume and the range that she can have coming out of her body coming out of her like throat it's incredible and she's just a small little 22 year old like woman and she's she's one of the best singers i've ever heard ever i don't know so yeah yeah definitely say that's a
1: commonality in the first two singles off this album they ramp up all of a sudden at the end
0: um, I did not pick a music thing for mine. I'm sure John's the one who did. But, um, I I would anticipate that. But I think... I think... I, I When I was thinking about things I was considering, I really think Beck's album is gonna... The Colors album is something I'm gonna just play forever if I ever need a pick-me-up.
2: I need to, um, like... I need to reinvestigate Beck because... I like the only thing, like Beck as a whole or just that album? Well, a little bit of both because I think a lot of our generation remembers like Loser and remembers like that type of music and a genre that he belonged in or whatever. And it feels like he's made such a progression and such a change since he's that's the best thing about Beck is he he does not, he's not one genre. Every single
0: album is a different sound from him and it's fantastic. I mean, um, there's through lines and you know, connections here and there. But um, Colors is just fun, poppy music that the world needed last year. And um, it's definitely probably the album I've listened to the most. Um, It's definitely been on our turntable at our house the most. And um, yeah, my greatest music experience of last year was the Arcade Fire concert, which was incredible. But um, that album, uh, yeah, I just see myself I think it's my favorite album since Midnight Vultures by him, which is another silly, fun uh, album. But Colors is much more ac- accessible um, if I had to throw a music title out there. Yeah, and if does I was going to pick have...
1: a, a Beck song, it was actually a song that Moby sang, so I didn't chime in a while ago. <laughs> I know nothing about Beck. <laughs> <laughs> um.
0: anybody else have a music? They, does any, do they consider any musical? Um, things for their um. Uh, pick I mean, for I considered
1: putting like burying old Taylor because she's dead. <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's dead.
1: <laughs> no, I didn't consider any music.
3: And my my musical knowledge is very limited, so I, I
0: don't have any. Ben listens to singles. Yeah,
3: that's a good way. Of putting I'm it. not saying there's a
0: judgment. No, it's just. Yeah.
1: Yeah, and I mostly listen to podcasts, so that doesn't help me.
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, like I, the example I always use is I didn't know who did Thriller until after Michael Jackson was dead.
1: That's okay, because <laughs> I'm not dad, a big Michael Jackson fan, so like we can be weird no together. Because
3: he's, he's a huge musician, so it was just this moment of complete devastation for him.
1: Well, I, then that's his own fault for not teaching you that.
3: I <laughs> guess... Uh,
0: you're on blast, Mister Grigsby. <laughs> we draw
2: the line here.
0: Um. Okay. Great. Um. Ju- Julian Baker has also been. Uh, J- John mentioned her probably right around the time that album came out. I believe. Yeah, um, it
1: might be the last regular podcast episode we did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um. But I even I. She was creeping into my Twitter sphere uh, this this week, past week as well, uh, so I think John is right on point there that she is uh, busting into the mainstream a little bit, which is great. It uh, proves John actually knows what he's talking about. <laughs> now, if you would just write more about it and sharing his thoughts, that'd be great. Fair um,
2: enough. Let's go to uh, Ben. Ben uh. Jinx, I'll a Coke. <laughs>
3: Uh, okay, so...
2: When do we go out to lunch next?
3: Oh my god. (laughs) Maybe, actually, your guys' lunch date might be what I put in the Time Castle for 2017.
1: I mean, at least you can't at people (laughs) while we're talking right now.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Um, now... As Zach said, like, he he told us earlier, it's like, we we don't have to put our favorite thing from 2017, but something that really stuck with us. Um, My favorite thing of 2017 has to be uh, three billboards outside of Missouri. However, what I'm putting in the time capsule is Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, It's probably the best video game this past decade. Uh, I don't think I've played anything... Well, one of the best, uh, excuse me, I put it right below, uh, like the, the only two I think since, yeah, in the past 10 years above it would be The Last of Us and Borderlands. Oh, no, there's a few, but not many. Um, I have to go back and look at my list, which we put on a podcast episode or one of our early ones, so feel free to check that out. But Horizon Zero Dawn was number 10 for all time video games, um least on my list. Uh, it's a, it's... The one thing that I, I really loved about it was it's a developer that isn't known for anything like that. It, they, uh, since, I think, 2000... I think, no, before 2005, early 2000s, um, Guerrilla Games was known for Killzone, and that's all they made up until Horizon Zero Dawn. They were just known for these very dark, atmospheric, first-person shooters. Um and this developer gorilla just takes this huge turn and creates this open world that's absolutely gorgeous uh, beautiful even even the things that are trying to kill you are just you know amazingly like, they're just awesome to look at um and its story is really engaging. I finished its 25 hour campaign in less than a week and then I jumped right back into to do every side mission I could find.
0: Um, Can I ask you a, a, a yeah, question? Yeah, yeah, When you play games, do you... Always plow through the story yeah, or are you a too. side um because i think lauren and i big are kind quester. of the opposite of you yeah, yeah, like lauren and i so both get distracted the, by all the this reason other stuff the reason i do
3: that is because i, I want to make sure i don't run into any spoilers and there are times like horizon especially i was so invested it's like i did side missions just enough to keep myself at the right level and then plow through it um and then uh, once i finish i do uh, all the side
0: missions i think side missions also benefit me because it helps build my character up usually mm-hmm. um allowing me to proceed through the end game content yeah there's a reason it took me
1: like, 50 I, to 60 hours do, to finish do, the new assassin's Creed. i do i do enough side
3: quests <laughs> to keep myself like sufficient and powerful enough to to do what i need to in the games um like I collected uh the, that that armor the the one that gives you regenerating health I collected that before I beat the game, I got that as soon as I possibly could. Well,
1: I beat it without that <laughs> armor. Nobody.
3: Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it um you can only <laughs> get it right before the last level. So it. But it makes it it makes it ridiculous. Everything else is so much easier afterwards.
0: Um, what do you mean by level? I thought this was an open world. Well, the
3: game. last no, he the means last like leveling mission. Up. The last cap. Or the le- last. Oh, that yeah. Missions. The last story mission essentially.
0: So there's mission. well, yeah, most yeah, but, but missions? Yeah, but it's like,
3: so it'll be like, your story mission is to go here, and a cinematic will happen, and then you get to fight something, and yada yada. But mm. that story mission okay. is usually like 30 miles away, so there's like, you know, a ton of different stuff to do on the road, on your way. Um,
2: Wait, that, so you say it's a game. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Is this like a concept we need to introduce you to since you don't play a lot of them besides
3: balls? It's like the ones you watch on YouTube except I was yeah, the guy I was. I was the guy playing it. I was the guy talking about it, so I was playing it, but that's me.
0: Is there a system that we all have that we could like get together and play some a game sometime? Probably not
2: Technic- no. Technically my roommate has a PS4.
3: So, yes, we should totally do something. Monster Hunter? But that that mm, pass. <laughs> um
1: Besides, I'm an Xbox person, so... Um,
3: and then I just, I also want to go into... Uh, I wrote a couple notes here. Um, I think Aloy, uh, the protagonist in Horizon Zero Dawn, is one of the best video game characters in quite a while. She's. Oh, and the
1: voice acting is so good.
3: Yeah, like, everything in that game is just spot on. And she is... She's a strong, brave, resourceful, compassionate person despite growing up as an outcast you know her entire life looked down on kind of treated as the enemy for no reason um and she's always willing to learn new things she adapts to these incredibly challenging situations on the fly which in a sense forces you to uh and she brings peace to as many people as she can on her journey she helps out everyone she can and i think you know considering where we are as a country there's a lot of anger, a lot of frustration, I think that's something we should all really be focusing on in the future, is just being as compassionate and open as we can.
1: Yeah, so you know, Aloy for president.
3: Sure, yeah. (laughs) Uh,
1: Well, she's only, what, like 16
3: in the game, so we might have, (laughs) she's not old enough just yet, but soon.
1: Well, yeah, Uh, but we learned this year that you don't need to really have any qualifications. So why should age be one? <laughs> <laughs> um, fair? Um,
0: there are... Unfortunately, those are one of the few uh, government laws that are actually being upheld right now. You have to be... How old do you have to be president? 35 or 40?
2: Thirty five. I thought it, 40. No, I think it's 35.
3: Oh, okay. Um, and then also, ga- I think gaming doesn't have very many strong female characters that aren't overly sexualized. They're like not sex pots i mean they're much better these days yeah i not but i mean i think there were it's because of characters like ellie um from the last of us uh the rebooted laura croft who is just eons ahead of the old one uh and aloy are kind of paving the way i think we're going to see a lot more powerful engaging and believable root, and ones you can root for um in the future. And I think aaliyah is also one of the most easily identifiable. and uh, You're just so, you can so get behind her so quickly and easily that you just, you really want to root for her, her whole way through. And it's just, um I don't want to go into the story itself, but it's just so well done. And her finding out everything about what's going on. It's just, there's, there are multiple jaw dropping moments in that game that, few before or a uh, few have few before I've managed to match and I don't think many will end in the near future either
0: well if we were gonna do a podcast on my 2017 great regrets not playing that game would definitely be one of them it has and the it reason I I haven't gotten it basically is once they announced Zelda. or once the <laughs> no once the DLC came out and it was apparently very, quite good. It is. Um, it's actually, it's I just more thought, of the same, I, but,
3: you know, more to love. Yeah.
0: I've decided to hold out. Is it all post the game? The DLC is post- End is, game yeah, content? It's post-
3: you, you can do okay. it right, like, I think you have to be level 30, and you could do it before you finish the campaign. Like, actually, mm-hmm. story-wise, I think it takes place near the end. It's kind of like, while well, you're in the middle of, like, some some stuff, it's like, oh, go do this, and then you can, open up that that section of the map and that 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 story arc um but it doesn't really involve the main campaign too much
0: um well i basically once i heard that was well worth purchasing i was like well i'll wait until it gets to it's like a game of the year edition. i'm sure it'll be th- yeah it will be 30 there bucks is one. that's when I'm, I'll, I'll pull the trigger yeah but the, it's it's the lowest it's gotten is 40 and it just happened this week I've been keeping track. It is high on my list. So once once it hits thirty bucks, I will pick well, dude, it up. You missed it. It, um, was, it was twenty sure.
3: bucks on Prime for a couple times.
0: <laughs> no, that was without the DLC. Oh yeah, fair. Yeah, um, I'm on it, Ben. I'm on <laughs> it. Um, um, yeah. So I guess I'll just pivot into mine then. Um, because mine is Breath of the Wild, Legend of Zelda.
1: Ben, you called it. Uh, I called it.
0: And that's... Uh, the reason I asked missions, <laughs> there's missions in the game, in open-worldness. I mean, I've played plenty of open-world games, but that Zelda has completely rewired the way I remember how <laughs> games work, since basically it's the only game I played this year. Uh, uh, you played Odyssey. It feels like and uh i know i know I, I know uh yeah ukulele great um but breath of the wild was there is that's the the great thing about that game is there is no guiding there are missions you can pick up inside it's basically all side quests more or less um and maybe that's why the game speaks to me as well as it does um where ben is throwing down the best 10 years decade horizon zero dawn comments i mean i'm with breath of the wild might be my at this point is my favorite game of all time more than banjo um, kazooie i it it's it's it is on the edge Jesus. I'm, um i mean i'm still playing it <laughs> i'm playing it all the time if i have free time i want to go just jump into hyrule and run around and find stuff and of the we are doing some math so letterboxd at the end of the year um which is a movie um social media site where you can track all your movies um and your movie watching which i encouraged all of our co-hosts to do that as well this year we'll see if that pans out i already out. did i
3: got two reviews written
0: up there. i know great are you my friend on there yet
2: Wait, you can be friends with people? <laughs>
0: yeah, you get you become friends with people and track them and stuff. It's great. John's um, kind of
1: like doesn't quite understand what friends are, so
0: yeah, he's still working <laughs> on that, especially internet friends. He only has Canadian ones. Um, the...
2: Who make kick-ass sweaters?
0: Yeah, <laughs> um, and then
1: other people he be writes to listen to our podcast. <laughs>
0: uh, but I, I hadn't um i lost my train of thought
2: comparing letterboxd how much you played about? breath of the Wild.
0: oh yes so i watched 80 less movies in 2017 than i had in the previous year and previous years in general and basically if you, you know you average a two-hour movie i think most of that 160 hours probably went to playing zelda and mario odyssey last year um and granted, I usually play two or three AAA games a year, and then a bunch of smaller ones as well. Um, did Inside come out last year? Was that last year? Did anybody else I play that? I feel like that might have been guys? a little bit. I think that was 26. It might have been the the. might have been 26. I still need okay. to play but that
1: one, so no spoilers.
0: No spoilers, but I'm not going to talk about that. But I'm just saying that goes to show like how much I enjoyed playing in experiencing Zelda and how much it took away from my movie watching which is usually my primary drug of choice when it comes to media consumption and um it just and, and I mean I I would happily get into it with Ben cuz I know he's not on the same page with Beth, me on this one at all but hey, gamers game I've I have respect whatever you want to
3: play
0: I I've, I mean I've never been bored in those hundred plus hours playing this game i've never not been interested i've never had something there wasn't something or i could do or find or want to play next it it just really is an incredible incredible experience and is one of my favorite things ever uh when it comes to media and um i'll continue playing it until they release with the next one i'm sure (laughs) Um well can I I just found can, this giant ass horse I was riding over the weekend. It was pretty but
3: cool. It's not us, so... Can I say like in nope in uh kind of uh not in response, what's the term? Like in comparison to that, like Destiny was always my my big pull for the last three years. Like I spent over a thousand hours in that game. Uh and I think there have maybe been three games that pulled me away from it for more than a week. Horizon Zero Dawn pulled me away for like almost a month. Just like so, I, I totally understand the appeal of a game that just pulls you in. But it only took
1: minutes. you a week to play. This math doesn't add up.
3: Well, I kept doing other stuff. I started a <laughs> new game, or no, New Game Plus came out. Yeah, that came out right around then. Um, I went and collected. Like, I did all the side missions. I did like, but not not many things can pull me away from were able to pull me away from Destiny. Like, Far Cry wasn't able to pull me away. Uh, I think one of the only other ones was... Um, what was that that Xbox one? Uh, Sunset Overdrive, which is nuts. But that pulled me away for, like, a whole weekend. But Horizon Zero Dawn pulled me away for... God, for so
0: long. Um, I can speak to that, Destiny. I can speak to that angle as well, because I played a ton of Destiny, the first Destiny. And you got all the shit on the first um, Raider on god still what We got
3: all the shit on our first raid runs like i would take you through and then you would be like oh what's this gun that's the gun i've spent the past two weeks raiding for thanks zach
0: Ugh. hey i can't wait till i actually do the destiny 2 stuff with you <laughs> but that's my point is i you have played a good of chunk yeah, cause of, cause, i know cause that's of what i'm saying i <laughs> destiny 2 i haven't I've really enjoyed it every time I've played it. I know Lauren was kinda out on it. Um and I've beaten most of the campaign, I think. Uh but I have not touched multiplayer with it at all. And I never play it the way I was playing the first game for two years almost. Um because again, my I just go <laughs> I go right back to Hyrule. Um that's how big of an effect this game has been for me. And uh it makes owning a Switch, if that could have been the only game that ever comes out on Switch, and it would have been worth owning a Switch for. Um, it it really is an incredible game that I hope more games are, and it seems like the gaming community is very inspired by it. Not that there hasn't been other open world games out there, but just like the freedom of it. Um, I think Lauren in, has mentioned Witcher 3 mm-hmm. sounds somewhat similar to it. Um,
3: Such a good game, and that was that was game of the year the... last year, wasn't it? No,
2: uh, that was Overwatch. Well. So it
3: was the year before, it
2: was twenty fifteen. Yes. Witcher, the Witcher was game of the year one. I, I it, it was, must have been yeah, two years ago.
3: Yeah, twenty no, three years. Ago, or last year or whatever. Twenty fifteen or something. Twenty sixteen was Overwatch, and then twenty seventeen was Zelda. Duh. Um, yeah.
0: Witcher 3... But that, I mean, I'm intrigued to try that at some point as well, but I think Horizon is the next big game I'm gonna dive into. Um. Yeah. Let's see. So, game of that the Year edition of Witcher Zelda 3 ben, was made
1: 2015.
0: Okay. And
3: just, just to be clear, like, I don't... I don't have any ill will towards Legend of Zelda. Like, I... I'm not a fan of...
0: I yeah. don't know. You were getting pretty defensive about your well, opinion from text messages okay, a while no, well, my, ago. My
3: point is, I didn't think it was very interesting, but I can totally get what other people would. It's just not my cup of tea. Um, I don't know why. And really, our
1: point was, it's hard to form an opinion when you barely played the tutorial. <laughs> I
3: played two hours. <laughs> but anyway, my 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 point is I played the other Zeldas. I, I think the, tr- the series has a tremendous... Um, kind of, what's the word, acclaim, and it it deserves it. I think it really does. Um, I just, this one rubbed me the wrong way, I don't know Mm -hmm. how, it's just what it is. Um, And uh, jumping off of what Zach said, how you would would be okay with this being the only game uh, that was ever made for the Switch. Actually, the Switch is now the highest selling console I think of all time in Japan. It outsold the PS2.
0: No, that can't be right.
3: I'm almost positive. I'm gonna
0: Google it right now. I think you're wrong. I'll edit this out. It just per- surpassed the Wii U, which sold nothing.
3: Oh no! So it's the Switch has beaten the PlayStation Two's year one sales. That's what it was. This, yeah, I okay. was getting the two mixed up. But the place, it just the PlayStation Two is one of the is. I think it was the highest selling console. Of all time. So the fact the Switch is already- well, It was
1: around for like 80 years. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that was a long-lived console, that's for sure. Um, but I think with the Switch, I was very skeptical. I'm glad Nintendo has subverted my expectations with games In- like Odyssey. I'm looking forward to what they do next.
2: In that system's defense, Tony Hawk's 1 through 45 were amazing games. <laughs> and so it just had such... <laughs> lasting staying power so
0: hey tony hawk 4 port on switch is what everybody needs um, well, i mean,
3: i think i think we all know it's what nintendo really needs to do and that's smash bros get smash bros going
0: yeah, you don't need we another smash bros yeah, we do
3: 80 of those that's my go-to
1: number they're apparently. all the
0: same it's the same game over <laughs> yeah, and over and
3: well, why do you think street fighter sells why do you think mortal kombat sells those are all the same game but they're all great
1: They don't sell to me, which is why I don't buy Nintendo consoles. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, God, I miss the N64. The
0: last thing I want Nintendo to do is just to sit back and continue to just So,
1: like, what they've been doing since the N64.
0: But, well, I think Zelda, this new Zelda, is a step in the right direction. Mario was... (sighs) Mario's more of a mixed... It was more, like, perfectly executing the 3D format.
3: And building but, on um, it, like, stupendously. I
0: mean, <laughs> the the building on it is, um, I mean, a little bit. Like, the, the hat thing was a gimmick that allowed them you to change things up, for sure, and mix up the gameplay a little a bit. Li- a but little bit? It didn't revolutionize the 3D platformer. I mean, Banjo-Kazooie had you transforming into other things 15 years ago. Like, it's not that... It's not revolutionary for the genre of 3D platformers. Um...
3: Before we can I just say I'm, I'm glad that there are somehow there are some there's somehow two video games on this, which I think is great. That's awesome.
0: There might be three. Nope,
3: there's not. Uh, oh,
1: damn it. Okay, so like the movie that I felt like I should I picked a movie. The movie I felt like I should pick was Wonder Woman just because it was such a big deal this year. But it was also such a big disappointment this year for me, so I didn't Yeah, Why pick would it? you
0: ever pick that? What? <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, because Based it's on your still opinion, a huge it's a huge deal. So like if we're just doing a time capsule, that's important to put in. It doesn't matter if I liked it or not. But so I'm sticking in that vein of movies that were led by women and mixing it. With the Golden Globes experience I had last night, watching it and realizing that I haven't seen any movies this year, <laughs> by picking a movie that I'm very upset with, people who didn't see it this year, which is Atomic Blonde.
2: All, All right. right. Yep.
1: I just wanna.
0: I've seen it. You can't. You can't. You can't get me for you that. It only really no. took you like I half
1: did. a
2: year. But. <laughs>
1: Uh, remember that he first episode we Brothers didn't have
2: hey break. did we wait wait <laughs> side note Zach I I felt like in your text I sounded really condescending and I apologize but did we clear up sort of what was happening in this movie
0: huh I don't know I read Wikipedia a couple times ha uh, he pulled at me he predict- pulled
1: at me the <laughs> internet <laughs> don't you guys love how whenever I'm talking John just steals it
2: sorry I apologize ah Damn Tell it. us why I mean, you're I mean, I understand. I'm a blonde. woman. You can't hear
1: my voice. No, stop <laughs> damn it. Uh, has anyway, 2017 Lauren, taught us
3: nothing.
0: Yeah. Did you not hear Oprah last night, Lord? I'm just waiting for times up Did you not hear yourselves
1: talking now when I tried to start talking again? <laughs> I'm
2: sorry. Lord, <laughs> keep talking about Atomic Blonde.
1: Um, I don't even. I lost my train of thought. Oh yeah, like just. I'm still just so furious with people for not seeing it because, personally, I know uh, Zach didn't love it as much as I did, nor do I think any of you guys really did, but I don't know. There was just something about it. Like, just the whole experience. The movie was just a cohesive thing where the music worked so well with the editing to form this story and pace. And, yes, there were confusing parts of the story. I give you that. But, um... Well no, I guess I can't ask you what your problem was with it if it's a spoiler. But it's we can just,
2: spoil it. It's been forever since it came n- out. I swear,
1: do not spoil it. Especially in my section when I hate spoilers. But um <laughs> I don't know, it's just a great movie in Charlize Theron is amazing in it and I'm so bummed that we're probably not gonna get more of this character because what, it came in fourth at the box office its opening weekend, to Dunkirk, which that's understandable even though it was a second week. Then the emoji movie, like I get it. Patrick Stewart is playing poop. That's great, but come on now, like that should not have been higher than this movie and Girl oh, Trip, which yeah, I think I'm exactly. I'm looking at it right now. Sad. That's
3: that's a disappointing second and third. Yeah, place right I
1: think there. It, I think it was a thirty million budget, and it tripled that. But it's still like considering Salt. Th- that could
0: that could totally get <laughs> like, a. I, um,
1: I really hope it does, but there's been no talks. Of, like, that movie, died, I mean, John, like in the John, water.
0: John Wick, that seems equivalent ish to John yeah, Wick. Yeah, but right? way more people Didn't were John...
2: talking about John Wick than this one. Yeah. Here's what, here's what I'll say I think I did. I enjoyed Atomic Blonde a lot more than I did the John Wick films. So I. I agree with you, Lauren, that it should, if John, John Wick too, if John Wick's <laughs> getting a lot of acclaim, or if this is something that they're building a franchise out of, Atomic Blonde deserves its place as a franchise as well. Yeah. Um, I don't know where they would go from here.
1: Yeah. I don't know cause... either, but I would love to see them try to do something. There's,
0: there's more graphic novels about that this. Well, yeah, there there's you like go. three of them, I think.
1: And like, well, I, there's just, yeah, I don't know. Cold War is over, but plenty of other messed up things happen. So.
0: Apparently, apparently, the director said that the the sequel would take place in the 90s. Not Cold so I guess War. that Why almost took... War. It was 89, um, right? Isn't 89 the Berlin Wall came down? No, 88.
2: I don't know. I was barely alive.
0: Yeah, I think it was 88, because Ronald Reagan was still president. I just know
1: David Hasselhoff was there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, I... Like, and to... To agree with Lauren's point, I, everything about the tone of this movie was great. Like she said, like it was, it was super cohesive in terms of the pacing and the way the sound design with the soundtrack fits so, like, mm-hmm. more so than any other film that's like really utilized its soundtrack. I guess Baby Driver did that really well, um, but Atomic Blonde
3: did as well. I would say.
2: Yeah, I. I yeah, it's but
1: it feels like it was like a different feel to it.
3: And I agree. Like I, I think Atomic Blonde is a great movie as well.
1: And the What's... action was so good.
2: So I keep thinking about our, f- our first episode. It needed two more action scenes. It had that a lot my... of action. No, it had scenes. a super lot of action.
0: The one you were talking mm, it about didn't it... have as much as you think. I think. <laughs> I
1: just rewatched it last night. Don't tell me how I, I think doesn't. you it man. doesn't. You it want to mansplain th- this movie have to have me, a... Zach?
0: No, I'm not mansplaining, but, like, nothing really... There's, like, two fights, and then there's the big long okay. scene.
1: That's a lot that of it. action. You have to put other... <laughs> Let me teach I will you say, how I to loved... count. Can you math, Lauren?
2: <laughs> Lauren, <laughs> that... We talked about this, I think, in the first episode, that you described it as uh daredevil a Bourne meets sequence meets daredevil Born identity, yeah. yeah yeah it was so good i remember like it's it's probably one of the first times i've been in an action movie like in theaters and been like really in awe and really appreciative of not just like the action that was going on but like the filmography and the cinematography behind yeah it like, like, like it this looked, is super i'm impressive. sure there
1: were sneaky edits in there but it was it played as one shot so yeah it, it was I, just it was I, an amazing I, sequence and then it carried No, the out sequence the was
0: really cool, but I I found it weird that they tried to sell it as one shot when it was clearly like three or four. Why? I don't know. Like I guess you're keeping the rhythm of the action going. Um, I I, I get it, but at the same time, I thought I thought it was a little weird where, I don't know, I thought the weirdest part was where they got in the car, and then still tried to keep it going. I, don't, I just don't think they had the budget to pull that off like the effects
1: i don't know looked good to keep, me uh eh.
0: it, the, the car part I, you could tell where the digital manipulation was coming into play i think um but um i get it to keep the sequence going it, i totally buy the the single take thing but um it was just an interesting move. It seems like they put all their money into that sequence as well, but... Um, and I think it paid I off. I guess it paid they off. might be yeah.
1: stick to some issues with it, but I had no problem with it. And I thought the practical and or computer-generated effects looked great.
0: Ben doesn't have any thoughts on Atomic Blonde?
3: I think it's great. Um, Sorry, I just like listening to you guys talk. You're much better at the wordy-wordy than I am, but... um i i think it's a really well done movie i i feel like it's a lesser i mean i i, I feel like when i say this it, it it seems like i don't respect the movie but i do and it just to me it feels like a lesser john wick i think it, it wants to be a john wick a stylized john wick but it's it's not as impressive to me at least
2: isn't it by the guy who isn't by one of the cinematographers? He here? directed. Okay. No, he
0: directed. Gotcha. He was. Uh, but he was co-director I mean, on I, John I, Wick.
3: I, I was just looking at because I did Letterbox, uh, and I gave Atomic Blonde four out of five stars. So it is. I, I do think it's a great movie. Um, just the John Wicks are both five. So it's. There's a difference. I didn't like but the second one not... as much.
0: Whoa. Five. We're gonna have to have a litter box conversation after
3: this. Well, it's like there, and it's, um, there's a, it's, it's, you know, Atomic Blonde is still one of the best action movies in, in a while. Like, it's it's great. I I can totally understand people loving that, and I I really enjoy it myself.
0: I guess he didn't work on John Wick two. So the two there's two co-directors so on John Wick. So maybe that's why
1: this movie's better than John Wick two.
0: And then <laughs> I guess the guy who did the original. One of The other guy did John Wick 2. The other
3: did Atomic Blonde.
0: And the other guy did Atomic Blonde, I guess. Um, and he's doing Deadpool 2 as well. Which makes me intrigued to see it. I'm not going to lie. Um, wasn't that
3: your favorite hey. movie of 2016?
0: <laughs> no. Hey, no, <laughs> it wasn't. Sign
2: up, because we're comparing this. So I, w- I want to look up some of the accolade or the reception that it got. Because I remember reading both Peter Travers of Rolling Stone and R- Richard Roper of uh, the Chicago sun gave it, like, really favorable reviews. And they're, like, probably two of the most prominent movie critics. Um,
1: I gave it a good review, too, on our website. Want to this is us?
2: true as well. This is true as well. Um, but apparently... I also saw this on my TV, which I'm
0: sure was not beneficial to the... Yeah, community. that's fair
2: enough. So, apparently, Theron's training, like... She did Coincided with, with yeah, yeah, and it also coincided it's... with Keanu's training for John Wick too, and they actually got to spar together and stuff.
1: Let's have a crossover movie. But they're in like I guess the timelines, timelines different. Yeah. Don't ruin this for me. <laughs>
0: no, she could catch up, and it, fuck, anything can happen in John Wick. He could just time travel. She could just time travel into. Or she could just be frame.
1: like fifty, and it'd be fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, how old were some of the Bonds?
2: Mm-hmm. Super old. Hey, you, I was watching... Zach, I finally got around to watching the uh, extended edition of the Lord of the Rings. And they casually mentioned in the Two Towers extended edition that Aragorn's like 80 years old. Yeah. Oh, Jesus.
1: Yeah, doesn't he have like... He it's has the... fantasy. People
3: don't need to age correctly.
1: Oh, he's half He's, half he's elf.
0: part elven. Yeah.
3: Well, there you go. So he's not immortal, but he ages slowly. That, the gist on it yeah
0: well I guess that does it for our 2017 I mean don't you want to hear some
3: of
1: my follow-up stuff on what just other things I'd throw in there to fill out the stuff. oh capital. sure
0: I'd love to hear it I mean
1: well, I was de- I was wondering if any of you would like pick pickle Rick <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> I did not think about pickle that Rick could but go in here that was you, fish, you guys
1: can have pickle Rick, Rick! I'll pickle Rick! pick baby Groot. And you guys can um, bury your stupid porks.
3: Yeah, no, no. Por- I'm calling porks. John and Zach can have uh, Pickle Rick. I'm taking the porks. And the then I also
1: said that um, a lot of people would probably bury their reservations of incest because of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> um, and my last one is just Bioware giving up on Mass Effect.
0: Yeah, bullshit. Mm-hmm. Don't throw that Play in there. Play Andromeda. Keep it alive. I did not appreciate you lambasting Andromeda in one of your fucking video game write-ups <laughs> when you didn't even play the goddamn I game. I played the
1: first, like, three hours. Did you pull it? A... Oh, no, and I not fell this through... again. Oh, three two...
0: hours. I, I pl- fell here's through the b- floor. Classic Ben, I played I two hours of a
2: 50-hour, 60-hour game. I did that in Tomb Raider. Game. It's still
1: an awesome
3: game. Yeah, God,
2: there was a <laughs> lot Hey, by the of... way, Lauren, I've played got Inside so you the have problem
3: not... I can tell you why I stopped playing it. The reason I stopped is because I got to a save point and i saved my game and i didn't do um what do you call it the the multiple save files i just had the one and i was what's in- wrong with one save file well, and i was in between three you should have
0: had an auto save file too somewhere else well,
3: i'm not going to i don't know where that is but anyway i was caught in between <laughs> three people yeah
1: when you go to load there should be like five previous saves at
0: least <laughs> Do you know how to play video games?
3: <laughs> I guess not. Do we have a and game like, I got stuck in between three people, so I couldn't go anywhere. Like, I loaded, and it was, Weird. like, three people surrounding me. I was yeah, like... the
1: reason I gave up on that game was because I went straight from Horizon Zero Dawn to playing it, and it just looked like garbage in comparison. <laughs>
3: it did. Like, her, the, I had I picked Sarah, and God, she was creepy.
1: I made no. I made someone that looked like me and her eyes were so scary that I started having nightmares about my like self-reflection in the mirror oh, no. <laughs> That's
2: so sad. you know
0: I and granted I never got to finish I never finished Andromeda either but I was not I was enjoyed it every moment of the way I think, I think it, like came out, it came out and then Zelda came out I'm gonna go back right? to
1: it I just haven't yet
0: yeah um but but I I love that we found we have basically found that Ben and I don't agree, even in the video game world. <laughs> uh,
3: we we That's... both love Destiny, so we got that going for us.
0: Yeah, I guess so.
2: Hey, can we end with uh, one thing we're really, really looking forward to in 2018?
1: This podcast ending. <laughs>
2: oh,
1: dark.
0: <laughs> All right, a t- 2018 time capsule prediction. Oh no,
1: I'm not good on my toes. Uh...
0: You can you can go last. And you can think about it for a second. Well, I mean, I have a couple. Um, I just
1: can't narrow it down. This is why I had like 10 things on this I list for mine. this one.
3: I have mine.
0: Alright, go. What's yours?
3: Um, the Last of Us Part 2.
0: Is it even no- going to come out?
3: As of yep. right now, it is slated for 2018. Doesn't say when, but it's
0: 2018.
1: <laughs> yeah, that, the new Red Dead... The new God of War.
0: Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, He's so maybe yeah. PlayStation yeah. Yeah. in general, yeah.
1: like PlayStation Black is
3: just gonna crush it because they've got that, and then they got Spider Man. Uh, that's a PlayStation exclusive too. Uh, but yeah, um, I mean, if I had to pick one, The Last of Us too. That The Last of Us Part Two is gonna be amazing. I am so excited for um,
0: that game. The last time Wes Anderson made a stop motion movie, it became my favorite movie of all time, probably. So I'm gonna go with Isle of Dogs as being my predictable my predicted uh me.
3: Yeah, you should have let, let me guess it because that's what I was thinking you were gonna say.
0: Ben always predicting everything. Our
3: predicted Legend of Zelda, John, didn't do you? I? Have
0: one? Well would it is it really that hard to pick Zelda was gonna be my <laughs> Yeah, pick? I
3: thought mother like others thought mother was gonna be your thing. I I was like Others has
1: I- a name. It's Lauren. <laughs>
2: um i think i am super excited for infinity war but uh, that was i think my it, pick and well i'm not going to pick it because i think actually i think the thing that's going to set it up super well and the thing that's also going to have like a legacy kind of to stand on its own is black panther yeah um, i haven't listened to the new uh kendrick lamar Scizza. Uh, single yet oh but it's good the f- it's real good and the fact that kendrick lamar is producing that entire soundtrack just that this movie is gonna have a legacy and a reach outside of just the film world and into like just general pop culture and culture and society in terms of what it means to be a predominantly black cl- that what it means to be a predominantly black film and represent black culture and it's going to be amazing so i'm really excited for that lauren what's your prediction
1: uh, I was just gonna go with Infinity War off the top of my head. Ooh, or Annihilation. That looks so good. Ooh. But no, okay. it'd probably be um, that's no, I don't know. There's so much. Probably Last of Us Two. For games, movies, Infinity War.
0: I'm gonna make a a a pick for Ben. A sleeper pick for Ben. Okay, do it up. I Ben's gonna pick the Predator.
3: God damn it! I do really want to see that. That's gonna be amazing.
1: Um, I don't even know what that is. Is it just another predator? It's a, sequel? It's a new it's predator a, movie, it's but re- it's
0: directed so like by Shane Black. It's a
1: five years slash ago, sequel
3: of um, the original. It takes. It's supposed to take place after two. I think it's supposed to take place shortly Wait, after. Wait, wasn't
1: there just one though?
0: There was yeah, the Adrian Brody one. where They dropped Top- him on the Topher planet.
3: Grace. Yeah, they're ignoring.
0: That was a good movie. Is, I don't
3: remember but... liking it. It's really good. Um but I've actually been following it's got uh I think Keegan Michael Key is in it, Boyd Holbrook is starring,
0: uh No J- no Ben, it's Shane Black. Well it's yeah, nice Shane Guy's Black who director. starred in
3: the original Predator is directing yeah. this one, which will be dope. Oh man, I can't wait. And I hear I hear um is it Jake Busey? Oh, look, it's
1: Jeffrey Timberlake or whatever his uh, name is. Jake, Jake Busey is supposed Trimbley. to be... Jacob <gasps> Ivan um, t- Strahovski's t- in this movie? Be okay, s- now
3: I'm super excited. Well, Jake Busey is supposed <laughs> to be the son of, of Gary, Gary Busey. Busey's character from Predator 2, which arguably is the worst out of the Predator movies, but I'll take what I can get. Is that Actually, I'm, I'm right? going to mm-hmm. pick the next... Like, yeah, classes? Danny Glover, Bill no. Paxton, um, and... Gary Busey, <laughs> yeah.
0: Um. Okay, that's gonna do it. Why is the predator
1: poster lightning?
0: I don't know. He sneaks up on you, um, and strikes like
3: lightning.
1: Yeah, I don't think lightning strike like sneaks up on you because there's usually a storm.
0: I don't know. Yoda <laughs> just shot that lightning bolt down, so um.
1: Don't say anything more. <laughs> either of you. <laughs> um you were about to elaborate that would have made it more evident as to what he's referring to
0: (laughs) um thanks for joining us in 2017 for about half the year um hopefully we have another full year of podcasts coming for you down the pipeline i'm not gonna predict what we're gonna do next because then that'll make me look stupid um but we hope to be back next week with another episode I'm seeing Phantom Thread on Thursday, and it's going to be amazing. Um, we'll be back next week talking about something, and until then, you can read some of our reading our writings at middleofrow.com. I'm Zach Oldenburg. You Maybe. can find me on Letterbox. Have
1: something posted in the next week.
0: Oh, we will. Phantom um, Thread review for sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna review Phantom Thread. For sure. I may um, I
2: may also have something come out.
0: How about we should, we should all set a goal right here oh, to do right one now. article a week. Everybody. Are um, there
3: enough movies coming out to do that? You can write,
1: you write can about You can just write up things. something you've
0: old or the game, something else you've seen. I mean, just, you said you have like 80 lists in the works. Up. I, yeah. would, I would.
2: But you guys are okay I, with I me that I have more something lists? else thought besides an article lists. coming out. I don't care. Oh. Hint? Spoiler? I
1: just thought it's nice that we don't become BuzzFeed. Not <laughs> everything has to be lists.
2: Shout out to BuzzFeed. You suck.
1: <laughs> no, they don't. They have their niche, and it. I enjoy a lot of their lists.
3: Okay, so I actually have something I could put up tonight, then. Just. So well, a list.
0: Maybe. All right, we got new content. <laughs> um... <laughs> i'm zach Oldenburg. you can find us at again middle of you can find me on twitter at zach oldenburg letterbox zach Oldenburg i'm now friends with ben griggs beyond letterbox you could be too. Yay! um and uh yeah you should uh rec- what is it called subscribe to us on uh
1: you forgot the word subscribe <laughs>
0: Yep. <laughs> subscribe to us on iTunes and Google Play Stitcher wherever you like it and I actually submitted to join Spotify as well but apparently they pick you if they like you or not so we're probably not going to be on there <laughs> oh, yeah, we're but, never going to um, be on there then <laughs> but, but, but we're trying uh, we're on SoundCloud um, too aren't we yeah. yeah SoundCloud they host us or you can just go to the website um ben
3: i'm ben grigsby you can follow me on twitter at the grigsby bear uh or you can follow us on facebook at middle of row John. Uh, of the of row the, okay damn of it, the middle row. of the row i always forget it because it's the website damn it <sighs> can we just can we just redo that
0: yeah no it's fine, it's
3: fine. i think like other than
1: what do I save this as? Can we redo that? Might be your motto. <laughs> uh,
3: that's funny and sad at the same time.
1: Cause it's true. <laughs> oh
3: yeah, go ahead, Laura. You're up.
2: No, I'm not, John. No, is. Up.
3: Go ahead, John. You're up. Uh, I knew that.
2: I'm John Rahul. You can follow me on Twitter at another Rahul J. And if you could actually like do that, that'd be great. I have 76 followers on Twitter. Whereas my teacher account has 513 followers. and that Just, just merge me them sad. together. Uh, just
1: start making more content.
2: Professionally, yeah. I, I really need to do that. <laughs> um, you can also follow us on Twitter, at Middle of Row, where we will post updates when podcast episodes come out or when we write various reviews or lists or that kind of thing. And that's at Middle of Row.
1: And I am Lauren Heimbaugh. You can find me on Twitter at Beware of Trees, and you can find us on Tumblr at middleofrow.tumblr.com.
0: I hope everybody enjoyed listening in 2017, and we'll keep listening in 2018. And remember, the best seats are in the middle of the row. Stop!